The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we interrupt. Oh, what a day, man. What a day. I am under more pressure than an astronaut. Talking to my uh, technical guy in Las Vegas. Because the the goal here is, uh, well, first of all, to be on a, a million great radio stations across the country, if there are that many, and there aren't. So how about just a fraction of that? Uh, we're on great radio stations in the Midwest. Uh, a little piece of Lake Tahoe, some Florida, and uh, Canada, and Canada, that little tiny sliver of Canada, where Randy Backman resides. <laughs> love, love that Randy Backman. But the goal here, and by the way, I'm going to get in. I'm going to get into this Joe Rogan in just a moment. Um, this show, for a gazillion years, has always enjoyed a producer standing back here where I, Magic Matt Allen. On Outlaw Radio is standing. Lovely blonde woman. Well, she's no longer here, so it's me trying to do double duty. Producing, and of course, uh, trying to host this uh, son of a gun called uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio and you're on Rumble.com. Pardon me? I was going to say you're doing one hell of a job, but never mind. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, go to hell. How about that? <laughs> okay, I can take that. I okay. Can, I can accept that. All right. Uh, Rumble, <laughs> Rumble.com. That's where we are seen live right this second. Um, the idea was to be on Rumble.com and YouTube at the same time, as well as great radio stations across America. So instead of having a ton of time of show prep, uh, at least four hours, I'm on the phone with my tech guy in Las Vegas for hours. And this 24-year-old kid who is, uh, <clears throat> is brilliant... Who was that? Was that Tattoo Dave? Yep. Clarence? Okay. Do you, do you have uh, some sort of a frog in there that's not paying rent? I believe so. All right. I believe that's what it um, is. So there's still a 24-year-old. Isn't that about the age now where these uh, these technicians live? Around there, 22, 23, 24 years old. And they can set up things without even freaking thinking about it. It's like boom, 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 click this, click this. And then they expect us in our uh, latter 50s... <clears throat> To understand this, yeah. what, what, what? You didn't get that? No, no. For I am, for I am but a caveman. <laughs> I, I, and the real secret, I have always been tech challenged. And he said, he said, Matt, the world has passed me by. The world has passed me by, technologically speaking. 
And, uh, and you grew up that, with rotary phones, damn well, it. The, yeah, but the dirty little secret is I've never <laughs> been a tech guy. I've always been tech challenged, even when I was a kid. I haven't changed a lot. I mean, I start off as a professional magician at the age of 10 in the great Pacific Northwest, swallowing razor blades, uh, sawing people in half, and, and, and no computers. Nobody worked on a computer no. back then. You just pulled rabbits out of halves. That's, that's it. And I saw people in half lengthwise on stage. Yeah. There were but, no computers back then. But, no, you know, no. some some people his age, if, if he were to broach this subject or make that statement to someone his age about the world passing him by and and that you're technologically challenged and all this, they may take it as a, as a real slam. For me... I love honesty. It's the only way we get better and and become more savvy and learned in things that we really want to be good in. And this is one of those things, although... See, my problem is I have no interest in the technical aspects of this, probably much like you watching us on Rumble.com and or listening to us on great radio stations um, and potentially YouTube. Uh, the reason we're, we're having a problem with uh, YouTube is the obvious reasons. Uh, they are dictatorial sons of bitches, and they love to throw you off the air if you throw out or spout out an opinion they don't agree with. Well, it, it appears that we have uh, several of those opinions that <laughs> they don't agree with. They hate um, us. Yeah, well, they do. But uh, Rumble.com uh, uh, rules, I think, if I may use that term. And now that term, what? Is that 30 years old now? <laughs> That's the hippest thing I got in my back pocket. Matt, the world's passed you by. Yeah, but but you un- you understand how my feelings aren't hurt. No, no. kidding. I get that. Wear like a badge of honor. Yes, I get that. Because I do what I've always done, and that is uh, professional broad chasing, meaning uh, uh, radio. You know, that's what I do. And I, I never even fit in in school. I was not a jock. I mean, my brother Mark there, I think, was sort of a jock, right? I, played, I was, I was all-star twice in baseball. Yeah, okay. Football. See, I, yeah. see, that's your thing. And Tattoo Dave, I bet you were, were you a jock? I was a football player, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're a big son of a bitch. And to this day, I, I don't know anyone that would want to mess with you. <laughs> you know, especially, I do. Well, especially, <laughs> especially the fact that you are a gun toter as well. Oh, yeah. But I was never a jock, and I never had my head in books. So I was <clears throat> neither one of those guys. So what was I? Uh, sort of an outcast. I never fit in. And, you know, the only time I really got into a fight and, and finally put up with enough crap was in Everett, Washington, 20 miles north of Seattle, and not far from the aforementioned uh, home of our friend, and he's a friend of Outlaw Radio, uh, Randy Backman of BTO. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember I put up with so much crap from this bully. And I'm not one of these guys who says, well, we got to keep the bullies down. No, it's part of life. And unless they kill you, then that's sort of a different thing. But bullying is a part of life. And you earn your stripes by being <coughs> bullied. And you either step up to the plate and say, I'm not going to take this anymore. Or be that wuss that all these kids are in their 20s these days. And yes, of course, it's a sweeping judgment call. But a lot of kids 
kids, the the majority in their twenties, are friggin' pussies. Oh, they don't know how to defend oh, themselves. Well, yeah, but what about <laughs> and guys are not real men anymore. Not really. They're not at all. Okay. And you know that females, even though they say, "Oh, we want that, we want that more effeminate guy," and that that younger that, females want that. No, no, no. But that touchy feely. You know what, Martin? I don't even believe the younger ones want them because the minute they are able to push yeah. those guys around, they get bored with them. No, they like the bad boys, man. They, they yes. still do. Chicks like the tough, yes. rough, bad guys, man. They yeah. do. They do. Yeah. For the most part, they do. So in Everett, Washington, we had our lockers outside. Uh-huh. We, were, we were one of these stupid friggin' schools. Oh, we were was, a woke school back then. Yeah. yeah and that, <laughs> Hey, hey. You, you know what, Mark? That's the honest to God truth. Yeah. It was one of these round schools. It was a prototype. Oh, sure. We were a, we were a test. We were, yeah, the canary yeah. in the coal mine. Man. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to get into Joe Rogan in just a second. I'm going to play this quick uh, clip and uh, we're going to we're going to uh, not necessarily throw him under the bus but you're going to dissect gonna, it you are, you're going to hear you're going to hear real <clears throat> true and unfiltered comments from us here on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio so Matt Everett Washington where Kenny, yeah. Kenny Loggins also is from um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's our that's our claim. But well, there are two claims to fame. <laughs> Patrick Ken, Duffy, Kenny Loggins, Patrick Duffy. He attended he attended yeah. uh, uh, Everett High, mm-hmm. and uh, and Kenny. Oh yeah, Kenny Loggins. Patrick Duffy attended uh, to our high Cascade. Yeah, yeah, Cascade High. Where we went. And look what ha- is he dead now? No. No, he's not. I don't know, but uh, he oh. hasn't done anything in a while. Yeah, but you know what? He probably doesn't have to. I'm sure he's got it. Oh like, yeah, wasn't he like Aquaman and Dallas oh, yeah. and he's got money landing or something? Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got friggin' yeah, money he's... socked away, man. <clears throat> yeah, I want you to know, uh, those of you watching us on Rumble. Yeah, you're seeing the what the five screens here. Uh, this is going to change next week as Tattoo Dave steps up to the plate and produces oh, this show. Congratulations! And when Dave. that happens, then you will be seeing me. This is not helpful for you beautiful radio stations who carry us, but just bear bear with me for a second. Uh, you will see... Where the hell is this? Is it this camera? No, it's, that's you guys. In that, your spot. That's you guys over here. Okay, that's, that's where I stand right there in this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar. I stand behind that microphone and you see the back bar and uh, and just underneath the camera is the, the beautiful, and it is a beautiful bar and that's where i stand so that's the way that'll work i just want you to know god it sounds like i'm coming up with excuses but really what i'm doing is giving you the facts on how this show works. well as soon as dave moves yeah. back there i'd like to i have a yeah. suggestion for this seat for oh, dave's seat oh no just some hot chick sits there didn't have to say anything oh yeah yeah two just weeks two weeks we're gonna put one right here yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay no, no mention of who no coming. i didn't say it yeah okay come uh, on come right. on but we got it we got a good one we got a good one some i'm a fan and uh and she will be nothing but great yeah so anyway to make a long story even more tedious it's a round school we didn't have classrooms instead we had what would you call those uh partition uh, uh cubicle nah. no they're not even cubicles but little tiny pieces of board in yeah, the between wall classes. partitions we, they were experimenting yeah. with us yeah. and it was such a crock of crap so i'm out there in the locker this guy who just bugs me constantly he finally pushed me for the last
last time, and I lost it, and I beat the living crap out of him. And I will tell you, good for it, you. it felt good. Right? Because, because see, I'm not a fighter. I'm a magician. <laughs> I'm so not, you, you I'm made not him a dis- fighter. You made I, him disappear. Well, I it's, smacked the hell out of him, and, and then I get sent to the uh, prince, vice principal's Same office. Same thing happened to me at Eisenhower yeah. in middle school, man. I, I, spent, yeah. I spent most of my time in the vice principal's office yeah. because I was kicked out of class. I would ask uh, the science teacher, for example, <laughs> I would say, so how does this religion thing, how does this uh, how does this settle with what you're teaching about Darwinism and so on? And she ju- she wouldn't explain it to me. She just kicked me out. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, I know there are some religious people in here, and I'm just curious. Out! Out! So then I would... And, and the great thing is, the vice president and my own self, we had a great relationship. We we got along. And he said, hey, uh, you again. Good to see you. He said, hey, I saw your dad performing the other oh, night. Oh, they loved dad. dad. Oh, yeah. My, he loved our father. He was yeah, the our father, the, the world's greatest musician. Yeah. Cops would let me go, and they go, oh, your dad's Gary Shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, next time, just be safer. Just you notice, cool. Mark, when I mention Slow it down, buddy. I don't mention his <laughs> yeah. last name. Yeah, I don't. I don't want anybody hunting for him. Oh God! Yeah, but his name is Gary, and uh, and the world's greatest musician. So he said, "Yeah, I saw." And then I I had uh, two or three television shows on the air at that yeah. time, and I was just a kid. But uh, my friend, I was on one of the shows with you as your assistant, <laughs> yeah. and I went to school. I just did. I'm like, ah, young kid. Huh. Kids go. I saw you on GP Patches. I saw you on the. I'm like, you did. Yeah. Okay. So so I would do. I okay. Okay. Already. Yeah. <laughs> I would do my I would do my uh, TV appearances, and the vice principal said, "Hey, how did you do that trick with a whatever?" And he would never he he they loved us. He always told me he said, "Listen, off the record." And I guess it's it's enough years by now where it doesn't matter because this guy obviously he's got to be dead. Uh, but God love him, and I can't even remember his name. It was Eisenhower Cascade. It was uh, Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Middle no, no, no. It was Cascade. Cascade High, High School. Yeah, yeah, Cascade High. He used to tell me. He said, "He said, Matt, um, I will never admit to telling you this, but you got to get the hell out of here." Oh, he said, I know who you're talking about. He said, th- "He said this yeah. high school crap is doing you no good." Yeah. When I got and, there. and at that time, boy, Mart, you got diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, I, I like your input because I need it today, but man, just tamper it a little bit. Well, I mean, it is. It is my show. I mean, Buffer. I mean, slow. Oh, that's right. No. <laughs> I mean, slow your lane or whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Slow your roll. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Slow your lane down. I don't know, man. I'm a little excited. Sorry. So, so hey, Marty's you, in a good mood today. He's happy. It's good. All right. That's good. That's my brother Mart, and that's Tattoo Dave, and over there, uh, probably sleeping, is Mark C. G. Boyer. Not yet. Can you even see him on this? Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you can see him. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so that happened, and then, and then, my my father, the great one man band, incredible musician Gary, uh, who I booked. Not one to boast. Here at Mastro's in Beverly Hills a gazillion years ago, got him the hell out of Everett, Washington. Why? Because you have this tremendous entertainer who plays every instrument, and unlike Wayne Newton, he plays every instrument extremely well. And sings. And and nothing against Wayne. I love Wayne, but you know he'd pick up a horn, play a couple notes, and then give you the impression that he was this incredible musician. Well, you know he was great entertainer. I I love Wayne Newton, but Dad plays every instrument phenomenally well, and his voice is a it's Ah. it's perfection. Dave heard his voice last week. It's a lot like before that. Yeah, it's a it's a lot like David Clayton Thomas. Blood, sweat, and tears. That it's that sort of voice. Yeah, he's a great. He's a great one. So, so where am I going with this? Somebody help me. Uh, reel me back. So in. You, you said, Dad, the school, the Cascade. 
Boy, that's not helping me at all. <laughs> well, you said the, the principal. You're and talking then, about the principal. Said, then my dad. Yeah, never admit it. By the way, my PE teacher and I and 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 PS, I would never shower. I would never shower. I never shower with a guy. Ever, either. ever shower. It's like, why would I want to get naked with a bunch of guys? I refuse I, to do it too. I did too, Mart. So, so, but, but the PE teacher, such a good dude. He that, loved you. That he, yes, because he's the other yeah. one that took me aside. Yeah. And he said, Matt, uh, if you repeat that I said this, I will deny it. Get out of this school now. I got to Cascade and that same teacher came up to me and he said, you're, you're Matt's brother. Yeah. I said, he goes, where is, what's he doing? I said, radio, man. He's kicking butt. He goes, God bless. Good for him, man. And that's and your story? Okay. He, he didn't. So th- let me just. just uh, I'm done. Just, I quit. Just, uh, I was just, in a good mood. Yeah, Somebody just burst in my bubble. I don't know. My bubble, my balloon. Well, listen. Oh, at, another at, balloon. Ask, down. ask all my exes, man. They'll tell you that I can burst their uh, bubble uh, instantly. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. I'm a guy. Hyman. It's anyway. not just me. It's a, you know, I'm a guy. I mean, that's what we do. Bubble bursters. Yeah, we burst bubbles. I mean, women. Women give sex for love. Men give love for sex. Hello. We are completely different creatures, my friend. And, oh, I know where I was going. So my dad, my one-man band, incredible musician father, he has this bright idea about touring the country, and we're going to tour with him. That never that never pans out. So we end up in, frig- in a really bad part of Everett, Washington, about 22 miles north of Seattle. It's a crap area. Oh, where we first moved. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. and so I think Mart, my brother Mart and I were attending the same school. We were elementary. And he finds uh, me outside getting the ass kicked out of me by, by about seven kids. Oh, wow. Kicking him. And so Mart steps... I, I started kicking the yeah, guys. Mart steps in yeah, and he, yeah, and he gets, going, gets these little a-holes off of me. Hell, yeah, hell yeah. So yeah, you see, I, I, I'm not a fighter, <laughs> especially when it comes to six or seven people, but... I thought you were going to say Marty stepped in and wanted to be cool, so joined him. <laughs> <laughs> I started kicking Matt. <laughs> yeah, he started kicking me in the head. <laughs> head. Like, oh, I got my opportunity. Hence the hence the way I've turned out. Hence uh, the All Star Baseball team. Yeah. All right, Joe Rogan. Uh, let me find this. See, I have to I have to search for things too. Being the uh, the producer slash host. Oh, that didn't we're come gonna, up. We're going to try to help you on that. That's good. Hold on, hold on. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay, here we go. So this is what happened on the Joe Rogan podcast, and uh, I would be lying to you, and I never do, if I told you uh, that I could understand why he has a gazillion people watching this thing. I don't get it. Um, who made him the sage? Why do you believe in this man? I mean, Mart, maybe you can help me. You've watched Joe Rogan. I've watched Joe Rogan. What is, I'll get to you there, Tattoo Dave. What is the appeal of this guy? Okay. He's, you know, the fear factor thing was his big, that was what put him on the map. He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. He's a funny stand-up comedian. He's right, right. Funny. And he he's, uh, he's... I know that. Very talented, and so he got his own podcast going. By the way, huge numbers on his podcast. Mark, Mark, I already set the stage. Uh, oh, okay, so... Didn't I say it's the, the most viewed podcast? Yeah, yeah. What, I find, what I find about him, because he's likable, and he doesn't really go on either side. He's more he's more on the right. Yeah, of And course. he'll let you know that. Yeah. But um, he doesn't... It's no holds barred. Yeah. He'll sit there and smoke a cigar with his guests. Oh, and, really? Boy, that's yeah. a good idea. 
idea. I wonder where he uh, stole that idea. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, we've great. only we've only been doing this for uh, twenty plus. He's years. had Nugent on. He's had you know all these yeah. guests to come over and. and by the way, by the way, Nuge twenty twenty three here on the show. You bet, man. Yeah, you uh, mark my words. Kid Rock also. Let's the get new, his and and here. the kid. Gosh, yeah, yeah. the kid. Yeah. yeah. So how about a hey, tattoo, Dave? How about you, Joe Rogan? What is his friggin' appeal? I want to say that. Like Marty said, he started out <clears throat> doing the, the Fear Factor thing, but mm-hmm. then he moved on to the announcer for UFC. Oh, that's right. And that became yeah. huge ah. for him. Yeah. And not only, you know, because now everybody, male, female, everybody's into the UFC, so they all follow him. That's that's, that's my... That's, that's it? My, that's my thing. Yeah, but, but, but why do you like him? But, but hold on a second. I don't, I, I don't think the, the appeal of UFC could translate to the number of eyes he has on his podcast. He's likable. I think he became world-renowned because of his announcing and people knowing who so he is. Do you believe that? Step in. So that put, it wasn't his comedy or anything else. That's what put him on the map? I think so. All right, here, dig this. This is Joe Rogan uh, a couple days ago on uh, one of his uh, idiot sticks. I don't know. I don't watch it much, so I, I don't know if it's an idiot stick. I'm sure he has some good stuff as well. He does. You know, you throw enough uh, S against the wall, uh, it, it'll stick. Okay. Do you see him sit, sitting next to Ilian Omar? Oh, by, by the way, I, I don't know who this uh, the chick is with him. Do you see him sit, sitting next to Ilian Omar? Hold on a second. Did he just say Ilian? Yeah, I believe he did. Okay, Ilian? And Ilhan. Th- uh, and so Joe Rogan is the sage, but but he d- he doesn't know how to pronounce this friggin' anti-Semitic America-hating piece of S, Ilhan Omar? I Wouldn't you do d- a, a little due diligence? He could have been stoned. Or, 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 or does he not care anymore because he has so many eyes on this friggin' podcast? So he just doesn't, he doesn't care anymore. But Ilian? <clears throat> Isn't well, that a character from some fantasy movie? Or is that that's, the... That's I Gilligan. think he cares. I think he cares. And also... <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking of the uh, Ilian. And yes, Matt, another, another thing that I left out really quickly is that he, he's a... He's a uh, He's a hunter, and he goes and kills elk, and he he, he cooks all this meat. All right, in love that. Yeah, I love that. That um, yeah, he's, he's you know he's he's definitely a Second Amendment guy and all that stuff too. So that's appealing to me. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Hey, Mark, why don't you wait until your microphone's up? Okay, work with me, kids. Okay. Man, man, any possibility he's just doing a parody of the name like you do? That's what I thought also, because he does do that. He's very smarmy and very sarcastic. Uh, in within the context of what you're about to hear, that makes no sense. Yeah, I would say no. That, I, I think it was just a slip. No, uh, yeah, but but it's more than a slip. This chick is unfortunately a household name these yeah. days. This Ilhan Omar. You know, there were some people. There were some people that uh, that flew their planes into nine one one. Some people did. Some people. This piece of crap is a piece of crap. And the fact that you people continue voting her in, how stupid are you? I mean, you are the lowest rung of humanity. She, she should have vote. never been... Her, her association in the past, she should have never been allowed well, near... Well, she and the AOCs and that whole... The, the, yeah. the, all those swamp creature pieces of crap. Ilhan, anti-Semitic, America-hating piece of S. So, Joe Rogan, work with me on this and follow my lead. It's Ilhan Omar.
It's Ilhan Omar, not Iliad, not Ilian, Joe Rogan. Did you see him sit, sitting next to Ilian Omar where she's uh, she's apologizing for talking about it's all about the Benjamins? Yeah. Which is just about money. Hold on. I hate to do this again, but last time I'll interrupt this. Mart, do you understand now that he's not parodying her, her name? You You know that he's not doing that on purpose. He's probably stoned. He smokes a lot of weed. Okay, uh, once again, that's no excuse. I mean, I, I will drink bourbon, copious amounts of bourbon on this show, and I never use that as an excuse. Of course, what excuse would I have to come up with? By the way, next break, bourbon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Coming now, up, bourbon. Now, uninterrupted. Did you see him sit, sitting next to Ilian Omar where she's uh, she's apologizing for talking about it's all about the Benjamins? Yeah. Which is just about money. She's, she's talking about she money. She shouldn't have apologized. She, that I mean, was I'll not, go ahead that's and not say an anti Semitic statement. I don't think that is. It's about Benjamins or money. You know, the, the idea that Jewish people are not into money is ridiculous. Whoa. Listen. That's like saying uh, Italians aren't into pizza. Whoa. It's f stupid. Listen. Whoa. All right, when we return, our take on Jews loving money like Italians love pizza. All right. And this has nothing to do with, with Joe Rogan's success or the fact that, uh, that maybe he has a few folks pissed at him right now. I think this shows his idiocy. But I'll give it to you straight next on Outlaw Radio. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.